Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, my name is Debbie from NDIS Property Australia, and you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. This is our monthly SDA Unlocked episode, where we delve into the supply and demand data for specialist disability accommodation in different areas around Australia. This month, we're going to be talking about the Hunter Valley in New South Wales. Now, we decided this was an area to focus on because we have been speaking to SIL providers in the area who are desperate for SDA homes. One in particular has about eight properties that they have participants living in at the moment, and then they need probably another eight in the very short future. In fact, they've even purchased a couple of house and land packages recently because they have such a need for these properties. So we looked into the data and came up with some really interesting findings. So firstly, as a bit of an overview, we're looking specifically at towns such as Maitland, Rutherford and Thornton, uh, as well as Cessnock. So that actually falls into two different SA3, Statistical Area 3 areas, being Maitland and Lower Hunter. They're part of the Hunter Valley excluding Newcastle SA4. And those two SA3 regions make up about 70% of the total NDIS population in the larger SA4. So we've, we've taken all that into account looking at the NDIA data and come up with what we see in looking at the demand, looking at the current enrolled properties, looking at the future demand, looking at the pipeline. And this is what I would like to talk about today. So in terms of participant demand, the mainland SA3 has 3.8% of NDIS participants with SDA funding. That is the Australian average. The Lower Hunter only has 2%. That's significantly less. So there is potential for the numbers in the Lower Hunter district, which is Cessnock, to increase significantly. And in fact, the NDIA SDA demand projections suggest that there may be around a 22% increase in SDA numbers between 2023 and 2027. So looking at the specific numbers, I've actually combined those two SA3s just to easier compare the supply and demand. So the total number of SDA-funded participants, either with funding or those seeking a dwelling, is 196. Currently, 43 are seeking a dwelling and 31 of those are living in SDA. Now, if we look at 196 being that number, and as I mentioned, the SDA demand projections stated a potential 22% increase by 2027. That could be up to about 240 participants in total, so an extra 44. So uh, it was interesting too, the design type 
SDA design type that was being sought by participants, listeners seeking. 53% of those are actually looking for fully accessible or high physical support. And that's a little higher than the expected number of participants with requirements for either of those two categories, which is around about 50. It should be noted, though, that in the SDA data from the NDIA, 23% of the participants, the category they are looking for is not known. So it may indicate that there is a higher than average number of participants in the area with an FA or HPS requirement. And that actually is backed up by what our SOAR provider has been telling us virtually every single one of the participants they need is high physical support. Now, that's the demand. Let's look at the supply. So there are currently 48 dwellings with 159 places that are enrolled in the Maitland and Lower Hunter SA3s. Of these, 113 places are in group homes. Those are dwellings that are registered for four plus residents. Only 46 places are enrolled in one, two and three resident dwellings. Now, if we estimate the number of new build enrolled dwellings and places in that SA3, because unfortunately the NDI data doesn't give us that information broken down, I'm kind of estimating it based on 70% of participants being in that area as opposed to the greater SA4. So an estimation, we could say there'd be about 19 dwellings and 58 places. So that'd be about 33 places in group homes. When I looked at the pipeline dwellings and places, again estimated for the SA3, there are 10 dwellings and 20 places of which four in group homes. So that gives us an assumption of around 29 dwellings and 78 places, 37 of which are in group homes. Now, why am I talking about group homes? What we know is that firstly, legacy group homes, those are the properties with six or more residents, will be defunded in the future. The NDIA have also, in both the pricing review that came out, as well as the NDIS review that came out just in December, so both of those reviews came out last year, very much the recommendations were that group homes, those registered for four and five residents, should also be phased out, not just the uh, legacy six-plus resident homes. So it's of particular interest, I believe that so many places in this area are currently in group homes. I'm going to basically take that information and look at ultimately what we've got in the smaller dwellings and see in the new build and see what our undersupply is. So anyway, to get to that, I've taken into account that in existing and legacy stock, okay, there's another term, existing stock, that is SDA properties that are enrolled but they don't meet new build specifications. So they're older stock. A lot of those properties are not fit for purpose and they will also need to be phased out as new build stock comes onto the scene and is available for tenancy. So anyway, taking into account that the existing and legacy stock we have totals around 179 places when we add in the pipeline properties Uh, We've got 240 potential participants for 180 places. That's a shortfall of 60 places currently with the existing and legacy stock. Now, if we remove that existing legacy places and we only look at what we've got in new build supply, we have only 78 places to house a potential 240 SDA participants. If we also extract the group homes, 
we have just 41 places in the one, two, and three bedroom properties. We know that those not only have the NDIA recommended that group homes be phased out, we also know that providers generally are preferable, that they prefer to have participants in two or three bedroom homes. And participants also like single tenancy and two bedroom homes. So what is it telling us? Well, we could need up to 200 places in this area in the near future. Let's be conservative and say 100 because a lot of participants may be happy in their current existing homes. They won't want to move. They won't necessarily want to move in the next few years. So let's say we need 100 places built in one, two, and three bedroom SDAs over the next few years. That's a massive undersupply. It's one of the biggest that I'm aware of in Australia at the moment when we take into account the population of the area. So back to the conversations we've been having with our SIL, they really need these properties. They do, they've just purchased two. Uh, They say they need another um, five or six properties at the moment in this area, being the Maitland and Rutherford, Thornton, Cessnock areas. So we feel that this is just a really amazing location for investors to consider at the moment. Uh, Yes, the price point is a little higher. We're probably looking at packages over the $1 million mark up to 1.2, 1.3. But given the fact that most of the participants, certainly this SIL provider has, are high physical support funded, you're going to get a, a good return which is going to give investors a, a long-term higher yield on these properties, which compensates for that extra initial entry price. So yeah, just to reiterate, what I'm saying is that if we currently have 41 places in new build, one, two, and three bedroom properties for up to 240 participants, that is a massive, massive undersupply. So if you are looking for an area that is a really high demand location somewhere in Australia, really consider this area. We have packages that are coming through at the moment from one or two builders. So please do consider this, get in touch and talk to us further about it. So I hope that gives you something new to consider in terms of locations around Australia to invest in SDA and um, food for thought. Anyway, that is it for this month, and I look forward to looking into another area next month. See you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.